Welcome back, podcast. I hope all of you are doing well. I appreciate you being here with us for another episode. My name is Jasmine Wonders, and I'm joined by RJ Rome, as always. We're so grateful for all of you that joined us in 2020, and we hope that that continues in 2021 as we have many more guests to come. But before I jump into the episode, if you don't mind, subscribe so you're notified when these episodes come out. And if you can, write us a review. Now, let's get to the episode. All right, so welcome, Wendy. Um, Tell us where you're from and what do you write? Thank you. Um, I'm originally from Tomahawk, Wisconsin, which is about, I don't know, about four hours north of Milwaukee. That's where I grew up. Um, Currently, I reside in Western Michigan, and I've been here, gosh, I've lived here about 20 years with my husband. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's, um, the weather here is really unpredictable. Um, We're about a half hour from Lake Michigan, and a lot of storms come across the lake. And, you know, one day it can be really warm, and then the next day it's like kind of snowing. It's Mm. just kind of annoying, but. What's the weather like now? I mean, we have rain here so yeah it's really bad here it's super gray um it's about 30 degrees 30 some degrees it's very gray out right now so you know probably about that brings the mood down it does and we only got about seven months of this (laughs) yeah only (laughs) oh gosh i don't know just trying to have the happy things in life and try to be joyful despite everything that's going on right um there's just a lot of I feel like there's a lot of negativity and a lot of heaviness going on right now. And I don't know if you guys feel this way, but um, that's why, I mean, that's why my friend and I started our own podcast as well. Um, We really enjoy doing it. We've just had it about a month and um, you know, we just, we wanted kind of, you know, just try to get deeper in with relationships and um, try to get out there that maybe people that are feeling depressed and down, um, that um, they're not alone, you know, to try right. to some joy. So, sorry, I kind of got off track there. No, but. that's okay. So, so, so the podcast is a Juicy Pear podcast. Where did that name come from? Oh, gosh. Well, we came up with a bunch of different names. Um, I had about 100 different names. Wow. And I said, okay, <laughs> yeah. And I said, you can kind of narrow it down. And I, I really liked that one. And I was hoping that she would like it too. There's a couple other good ones in there. But she's like, I really like a juicy pear. Let's go with that one. I'm like, Sweet. it's different. Yeah, we'll do that. We just try to make it, you know, like our topics are interesting, juicy. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, you guys talk about like mom life. We talk about, yeah. Um, and, and a little bit of everything else. A little bit of everything else. Yeah, I didn't, we didn't really want to limit our genres a little bit because we're just kind of organically going through it right now and right. seeing where it takes us. Um, I think interpersonal relationships and like whether you're single or married or divorced, we want everyone, even guys too, you know, if you feel then, you know, if they want to come listen to our story and maybe leave it feeling impacted and um, with a smile on their face. And you were doing YouTube too. I saw, right. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I know. Um, I haven't done that one in a little bit and I I have to decide if I want to take that YouTube channel and maybe 
start putting a Juicy Pear podcast stuff on that as well, as well as my author stuff. Yeah, I might do that. Um, This is, you know, I got my author stuff too. And um, yeah, it's, I kind of got a lot going on right now. (laughs) You know, I kind of, that's a good distraction though. That's not a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing. Um, but you know, I have four teenagers in the house right now and it's like, I know I couldn't uh, always ask you that question. Oh, Two gosh. sets of twins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what know. is that like? <laughs> I know. I'm like, I must be crazy. Right. Um, well, when I say some people, it just doesn't really, you know, like, Oh, okay. You know, they I don't, either, they don't get it or they don't care. And that's fine. But, um, you know, one set of twins fine, but when you throw in the two in there, they're like, what, 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 <laughs> uh, it's, it is a lot. Um, it's a lot of chaos, but we like it that way. Um, mm. we've kind of learned to live that way. It's very busy and we go through, I have to say the number one thing is we go through a tremendous amount of food. I mean, I cannot keep it in the house and that's expensive. And, um, <laughs> that's and, for sure. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, just the other day I went and bought, you know, a bunch of packs of raspberries, right? And this just happened. I was so annoyed because it was like, I don't know, five for five. So I got five little packs of raspberries. Okay. So I got that yesterday. They're gone already. Oh my God. They're gone already. (laughs) I wanted, all I wanted was some raspberries to have this morning with my yogurt or whatever. Nope. (laughs) I was like... Ah, so I got to find some, I got to be strategic and trying to find places to hide my food or something. But oh my God. Are they all boys, all girls mixed? Three, three girls and a boy. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> and I'm telling you, the boy is the easiest one. Oh, well, I'm, I'm so glad surprised. you said that because I have a girl and a boy and I have found he, besides being very emotional, he is much easier Oh, um, yeah. I have six years between my kids. So my daughter's nine, son okay. will be four. And okay. he is hands down sometimes so much easier. Yes. Yes. I mean, so my older girls are 16 and then the younger set 13 is the boy girl one. And he is just the most chill, relaxed little dude. And then, you know, <laughs> these three girls, oh my gosh, drama, yeah, drama, I'm, drama. I'm <laughs> dreading. Uh, the one isn't so drama filled, but the other two, oh my goodness. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah. You just got to take that one step at a time there. I don't know what to say about that. It's it's going to happen. I don't know what it is, but girls just seem to have a lot more emotional mm. stuff going on. I don't know. I blame everything on hormones. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, we're, we're not, we're not happy today. She, she's hormonal. <laughs> she's yeah. Fine. Right. Right. <laughs> Problem is when you say that all the time. Yeah, it's hormones every day. Every- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel pretty proud then that I didn't give my mom a hard time and my brother actually did. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. like the complete opposite on this side. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I shouldn't make generalities. I mean, I'm sure there's boys out there that can really give their parents a run for their money. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, so far so good with mine he's just you know he's like he's kind of like a gamer he's just a chill little dude when the girls start getting in their little arguments or whatever or their little disagreements he just goes down there and he's like okay he'll go in his room (laughs) it's funny he's in hiding yes yes he likes to do that 
So how do you find time to write and, and do a podcast? Oh, gosh, four well, kids. It's hard. Well, what's nice is they're all in, um, you know, the second set is in uh, middle school, they're in eighth grade. And the older set, they're juniors. So they can do a lot of stuff independently. They don't really need me there all the time, which is great. So they just kind of go about what, you know, they need to do. So that's good. Um, I also work for, I work at the school that, um, that they go to. I work at the high school as well, although we're virtual now. Mm. Um, we're about to go back in-person learning here. If um, that's we'll see, great. yeah, we'll see. It seems like things change on the daily with that. So that right. could change before um, Monday, but um, yeah. So, you know, I, I'm usually done with that around three and, you know, it's, just, it is busy. It really is um, with my writing. Um, well, lately the podcast stuff has taken up quite a bit of time, which, you know, I just kind of at night, you know, I was learning how to do, um, I don't know where you guys edit your podcast, but um, I just use Audacity and I kind of like it. I mean, I don't, I mean, I just kind of dove right in. I didn't know anything about podcasting, nothing, nothing at all. And I'm kind of teaching myself know nothing. that. Oh, and it just seems like the more you start to learn, the more you realize, oh man, I really just don't know a lot of stuff about this. But um, I think it's fun. You know, we're trying to get ourselves out there. We're trying to project happiness because I, we can just feel it all around. I don't know if it's like that where you guys are at, but there's just a heaviness. Um, there's just a real heaviness. And wow. we're just trying to get um, around that. You know, just trying mm-hmm. to focus on things that make people happy and, um, you know, that can get through the day a little bit with a little bit of hope, at least. Um, I, I mean, I can't, like, watch the news for more than five minutes. I get very, I don't know, I have to turn it off. I just don't care for it. Yeah, so I don't watch the news at all anymore. It's yeah, just better I, I not should to. Probably just, I know. I should probably do that, but. Yeah, I should. Everything that's going on make it harder for you to write? Yeah. um, Okay. So yesterday, um, so I'm currently working on my book two. The majority of it is done, but it does have to go through um, a series of a whole bunch of edits and graphic design, um, cover design and whatnot. I have to decide when I want to have that book um, come out next year based on what's going on on with the pandemic i'm trying to figure that out right because uh, you can't really have book signings with a mask on it's just you can't hear each other and um so i don't know when it's going to come out i would like to have it come out maybe late spring early summer but i'm not sure but anyway um yeah so yesterday i sat down and i wrote 10 pages and i hadn't done that in a long time and um i thought the kind of the the meat of the book was done, but I wanted to, I have something else I'd like to add to that second book. So that was yesterday what I was working on. Um, yeah, it was satisfying. I just sat down and did it. And, you know, it was, I do have Fridays off from my school job. So yeah, it was nice to be able to have that time and um, to write. And then when I do that, I don't, I don't get so hooked up on, oh, you know, that sentence didn't make sense or Oh, that doesn't really fit in there. I just kind of free flow and just kind of write and just keep going. And then when I go back through it, I'll, you know, do a bunch of editing to it, which it usually requires a whole heck of a lot. (laughs) 
<laughs> so that's kind of how I am. I'm like writing just what comes to mind and then I go back and I, you know, fix it up. So are you, you're more of a pantser or a plotter normally? Oh, I'm definitely a pantser. Okay. Um, Me too. Every, yeah. I mean, sometimes I'm writing and I have no idea where it's going at all. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's fine for people who like to plot it out. That's fine. Everyone is different. Um, it just, for me, I, I think I feel like I would get stuck in that process of, okay, this is where I need to format this. And this is how I need to set this up and setting and care. I mean, I would just get too, too many rules. Um, so I I just want to go dive in and just do it and then figure it out later. Kind of. So I I saw somewhere that, you know, you did mention just there, you, you don't play by the rules or you don't like to. So kind of break down a little bit of that process when it comes to character development for you then. Well, what I like to do, like in the first, my, a gray resort. So um, basically with that book, um, so I grew up on a resort um, in Wisconsin. It was along the lake. It was a great, it was during the seventies and eighties and it was just a great time it, we had so much fun. Um, my parents owned the resort. There was eight cabins. And this is what a gray resort is based on. So what I did is I took things from my childhood and experiences growing up. However, I added a little bit of a twist to it. So as far as character development, there were some characters in my mind that I definitely, definitely wanted to have in the book. So I included them. And then as I like, am writing dialogue or whatnot, I'll recall some of the conversations that I've had. I mean, I don't like verbatim, excuse me, put everything exactly what they say, but I kind of use their persona and just kind of think, okay, this is what this character would say. And not all the characters in the book. I mean, there's a couple of them that are based on real people. And of course I change their names and certain aspects of their personality. Um, But there's some of them too, that I just kind of make up out of my mind. And I don't know. I kind of just, go with the flow with them. If I feel like there's certain personality traits that they need to have to make the character kind of jump off the page, then I'll, then I'll do that and make note of it. And you actually won uh, the 2020 American fiction award for paranormal, paranormal romance. Yeah. What was that like? Well, that was pretty cool. I mean, I entered a couple different contests and I actually forgot about it. And um, it was, it was kind of, crazy. It was like in August and I was doing a kind of, it's called a story club. I was doing an interview for them about my book. And it was like, just, it was like the night before. And I get this email saying, Hey, you know, you won this category. Now they had a lot of different categories. However, I just, I feel like, Oh my gosh, it was awesome. So I got these little gold stickers that say, you know, winner finalist. Um, And it was, it, it felt great. Um, it's always great feeling validated for the work that you do. Um, right. You know, you want it to resonate with people. And yeah, that was that was pretty exciting. I was glad to have that um, endorsement on my book. Yeah, congratulations. That's a that's a big accomplishment. Thank you. Appreciate that. Thank you. What's the hardest part of the writing process for you? Um, I think um, all the distractions in life. Uh, just trying to get off that social media too. That's a huge one. Um, in marketing, I didn't realize how hard it was going to be 
well, it's hard writing a book, but I didn't realize the marketing, how difficult it can be and how time consuming marketing can be. I mean, you know, you want to get your book out there. I'm an indie writer. So it's like, I kind of do a lot of that myself. And part of that self-promotion is you got to be on social media. You got to connect and engage with people. And um, I find that kind of a challenge. It's hard to balance that out, you know, because I want to do that. But I also want to finish, you know, my second book and find time to write that one. Um, that's like a balancing act. I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever be able to figure that one out. I'm so glad I'm not the only one that feels that way. Uh, I know. I mean, it's in Facebook is just a time suck, right? I mean, it, it really is. I mean, I'll be on there and... You know, I want to get my point across and it's like, you know, I just should have scrolled because here we are an hour and a half later and I'm still, you know, scrolling and I don't know. I have to figure out a way to limit my time a little bit on that. Truth be told, Facebook is not my my favorite. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't, I know, I hear you. Um, it's not mine either. Uh, there's a lot of things you can't convey, you know, like tone and inclination and things like that you you just can't convey that on facebook um and i that's a problem right yeah so is book two related to book one is it a series or yes they're, they're standalones i well you know i hate to say series because then people are like oh okay i gotta read you know um basically it's that it is considered a series however they are standalone books too okay so like when they go and read book two they can just I think I've made it fairly easy that they can like pick up on it, on it, you know, like, Oh, okay. This is, but it is going to be um, a series. So yeah, just like a gray resort. Um, but I did, yeah, I brought in um, a lot of the characters from a gray resort into the second book. And um, I'm excited to get that second book out there too. I can't wait. What has your experience been like on Amazon, whether you, cause I see you've, kind of put your books out or book out everywhere. What, what went into that decision of going wide as opposed to kind of just sticking with Amazon? Well, I self published through book baby. So book baby is great in that what they do is they take the selling aspect process of it and they make, they streamline, they streamline it. They make it easy. So they make it so your book is available not just on Amazon, but on Barnes and Noble, um, at least mine is um, target.com. Now it's not in the target stores, but if you go to target.com, it's, you can order it through there. Um, various other, wherever like online books are sold, I'm pretty sure you can find my book on there and they kind of streamline that process. I don't know how they did it, but they just, you know, um, basically they, it's, and they converted it into an ebook too, which I just, I'm not very technical with that sort of thing. So I was glad to have that done for me, you know. So there's no formatting on your end. They're no, doing all the formatting. They're doing all the formatting. They have their own graphic design department. They have a de- editing department. They do all that. That's great. Which is nice. Yeah. Is that costly for you? It does cost some money. Yeah, there is a cost involved. But I have to say, I really, when I first saw, when it, so basically as far as like cover design. So what they would do is they, they want some input from you. Like, what do you 
looking at what do you what are your thoughts on what you want the cover to look like so you kind of just give them ideas um about font what you want whatnot and when they had given me the first markup i'm like oh my gosh this is exactly what i wanted and when they mailed me the first proof book of it before it goes out you kind of look through everything to make sure you know words are um not misspelled and that the cover is exactly the way you want it. I cried when I first saw it. I couldn't, they captured it perfectly. They, they were really, they have a really good design team over there. And um, That's amazing. I know I was really kind of blown away. I wasn't sure. Cause I didn't know I've never used them, but I was, uh, they were recommended by another author friend of mine. And um, yeah, I was super happy. I mean, I'm looking at the cover right now and it's like, it almost looks just like, well, it, not almost, it does. It looks just like where I grew up because there's a dock and a, so I'll mail you, I'll mail you guys a copy of my book if you'd like. Um, that's, oh, awesome. that's awesome. Yeah, I would love that. And, you know, if you feel the, feel like um, leaving a review, that would be great. I'm, a, I'm always looking for reviews, especially um, on Amazon too. It's so important. Um, but that's funny. That was actually my next question. Yes. So your book has 4.9 out of five stars on Amazon. Um, yes. Mostly five star. Is there, what would your reaction be if there was like a one star or two star? How do you, how do you handle? Um, well, I'm also on Goodreads as well. And I have the majority, I have five stars. I think I got a two star on there too. And I just kind of got to look at it this way. I mean, your book or whatever is not going to be for every single person. Right. And you just gotta, it is kind of hard to, you know, it's a hard pill to swallow, but um, you know, I guess if, you know, and you should, you know, this as an author, you got to have a thick skin. You just do. Yes. Um, there's going to be p- people out there that don't like your book and that's fine. That's fine. I don't want my book to be um, liked by every, I mean, of course I would love everyone to like, you know, love my book. And if someone doesn't like it, it's fine. It's okay. Right. Yeah. So okay. honest reviews are the best reviews. Yes, they are. Yes. So, you know, you got to take the good, um, you know, take the bad with the good, whatever. So do you have another planned book besides um, your second book? Is Are you going to branch out of sort yeah. of the series type? Yes. Um, I also, um, I would like to do a nonfiction book and I would like to do it, um, kind of about like mental health and people that are going through, you know, if that have families going through somebody who has a mental health issue. And I definitely would like to get that out sometime in the next couple of years. Um, Absolutely. That's, I think it would be powerful and raw and honest. And yes, I definitely have something that I would like to do as far as that. Um, are, are those mental health elements usually incorporated into your book? Um, in the one that I'm thinking about doing, the nonfiction? No, the ones you've already put out. Um, I, yeah, I mean, well, a, a gray resort is fiction, but um, there are, I don't know if there's any many mental health things. There's a couple of characters that probably could benefit from <laughs> having, um, <laughs> you know, going to see a psychiatrist. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah. I saw you somewhere that you, d- you wrote poems and stuff before. Do you still do that too? Um, 
Not so, okay. I had yes, yes. I did do one um, about a couple months ago, which is going to be in the second book. Okay. It's okay. um, it's regarding one of the main characters in my second book, and I thought it was appropriate and it seemed to fit well. But um, yeah, I just kind of did it out of the blue. Um, but yeah, when I was younger, I did a lot of poems, and that's pretty much in sh- little you know short stories and stuff. I mainly do more writing than poems, but every once in a while, you know, if the moment strikes me and I'm like, oh, this would be kind of a cool short little poem, and I just kind of write it down so I don't forget it because I will forget it. <laughs> have, um, you, have you been writing forever or is this just like a recent? Um, well, I wrote quite a lot when I was in high school. I really, to be honest, got away from it quite a bit um, when I was like taking care when all these kids were babies I had no time to do any of that um there was a time where all four were in diapers there was like maybe three or four months where all four were in diapers so I could barely like have time to go you know go to the bathroom myself much less write something um so yeah there was a great big chunk of where I didn't I didn't write anything I mean I just I kind of kept it all in my head about like, oh, wow, this was a funny thing that happened with my kiddos and funny things that they said and stuff. But yeah, no, I, as they got older and they got more independent, I started the, the writing thing um, started to come back a little bit, which was great because it was a great outlet for me. I think it's an important outlet, too. I think for moms, you can there's a period of time there. And I think you guys know this. I mean, where you are just so bogged down and making sure these little people don't, you know, that they stay alive <laughs> from day right. to day that you kind of get away from yourself. You know, you get away from what you like to do, what you want to do and what, you know, self-care and all that, that just all goes out the window because you are rearing these kids and trying to make them, you know, self-sufficient and things. And then, you know, as I, as they started to get more and more independent, then I started to, you know, kind of enjoyed life a little bit more. I mean, not that I didn't enjoy it. It was, it's very, it's different. Yeah. yeah. It's a different but experience. It is. And it's, you know, it's, it's a lot of work, but it's worth it. Did you struggle to kind of tell people about writing like many others have? Um, well, there's always, you know, you're, there's always going to be people that, um, shoot you down with like, Oh, I'd like to do this. I'd like to do that. Oh yeah. Good luck with that kind of thing. And I just don't really connect with those kind of people. Um, usually when somebody says that it's usually nine times out of 10, there's something that they're dealing with or they've, they're not happy in their life and they're not going to be happy. So they maybe want other people not to be happy as well. I don't know, but, um, I just try to stay positive and, um, you know, and there's plenty of critics out there. I mean, if you put yourself out there, there's always going to be somebody, oh, you should do this. You should do that. You should. At some point you have to, you know, you're the creator of your own work. So at some point you have to put your foot down and say, look, this is how it's going to be. This is how I want it to be. Um, and if you don't like that, or if that's not something you agree with or you like, then don't read it. You know, I don't know. Exactly. Is there anyone that you read that inspires you to keep writing? Hmm. Um, I do like 
the great alone. I think that was Jody Picoult, if I'm not mistaken. I did really like that book. Um, I, I it was set in Alaska, and I, I don't know. There's something about that book I really enjoyed. Um, I like her books. Uh, when I was growing up, I read a lot of Judy Bloom books, and um, I remember reading Flowers in the Attic by. Oh, that's DC Andrews. That's yes, one of my favorites. Yep, yep. Now it's been a long time, but yeah, <laughs> I remember reading that when I was in high school, and I really liked it. Um, well, Stephen King, I like him too. I haven't read I, about him, and I, I would not read Stephen King. <laughs> Never sleep again. <laughs> I know he's really um, very just awesome at visually, you know, painting the picture for the reader. Mm, too real. I know. know. (laughs) Makes you wonder about what's going on in his mind, too. Well, I remember reading it, and that book is like, I don't know, a thousand pages or whatnot um, back in high school. And I remember being scared out of my mind about that book. Um, Yeah, that was, that's pretty scary. Yeah. And now kids are just, (laughs) what's that? I'm too sappy for that. Oh, gosh. (laughs) No, that's okay. He, yeah, and then my kids are like, "Oh, did you see it?" I'm like, "Guys, I read the book way back when. I know it. I know about it." But they think, <laughs> you know, it's cool. Oh, the movie is. I'm like, "Yeah, okay, whatever." I saw the the TV version with, uh, oh gosh, he played John Boy in the Waltons. I, I can't think of his name right oh, now, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. When he was he was in the movie It, but yeah. I think as a kid, I was too like scared to read any type of books. Like books like Goosebumps scared me. So, oh, <laughs> <laughs> come on! I think that's cute. <laughs> Thank you. I, mean, I didn't know that. The only one, but <laughs> no, no. Oh, I remember reading Nancy Drew. There was a couple of one of Nancy Drew ones that. I read too. There's some scare. The Hardy Boys. Yeah. God, it's all coming back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I find I have less and less time to read. So I, know. I don't know. <laughs> it's depressing. Know. It is hard to find the time. That's why I'm try when I write, I try to keep that in mind. I try to make it um, where people would want to turn the page, you know, or they, right. you know, don't want to set it down. So I kind of go in that frame of mind um, when I'm writing. I mean, I don't, I know you can't have all this action on every page, but I, I don't know. I just try to keep that in mind because we are, society is so, so hyper busy and hyper aware of everything. And yeah. Aside from kind of the creative side of you, what do you get to do outside of that? Oh, like some of my extracurricular activities. (laughs) Um, Well, I like to run. Okay. Um, I like to dance, but heck, we can't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> can't do anything anymore. <laughs> uh, I know. It's like fun got put in a box and thrown out the window. I don't know. <laughs> There's no more fun. Um, I do. Um, I have a problem with shopping <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Um, no, as far as there's a really cute boutique store about 20 minutes, 20 minutes away. And it's, she's got the cutest stuff. And, um, you know, I like going in there. Um, 
there's also, I don't know if you've guys seen, but there's a really cool um, thing online. It's called Piper Lou. They have the cutest, edgiest um, cups and containers. If you put that in on Facebook, you'll see it. And it's got very edgy sayings and stuff. And the girl who um, does a lot of the Facebook lives for it is super fun. And um, yeah, I've been enjoying watching her videos and um, I've ordered kind of a lot of <laughs> mugs and cups. And um, I can't say some of the sayings because they're kind of, um, yeah, but you should, but the, it's fun. It's just, uh, it's just, it's great. Yeah. I like it. It's a good time of year to be shopping. So you're all right. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Well, my husband is a UPS driver. Oh. So, yeah. you, so you don't see him this time of year. <laughs> no, I don't. He's working now. <laughs> he worked late last night. He's like, please stop ordering stuff. Please tell your friends to stop ordering stuff. And I just heard it's going to be really, really bad this year because nobody wants to go to the stores. So they don't even know if they can like deliver literally. Yeah. And I hate that they had that story out because they, they are delivering everything and picking up everything. Um, right. Well, my husband was out. There's the till, news again. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> I was just like, okay, whatever. But yeah, he was out till 10 o'clock the other night, 10 PM, I feel like bad 14 hours straight. Got, went to, you know, got here had a little something to eat, went to bed and got up and did it again. And it, it, I mean, I don't know. It's not, they're, they're working really hard. So yes, they do. And they're my uh, heroes because uh, I like shopping online. <laughs> oh, that's so you know, I do too. So it's like, <laughs> but um, yeah, they're working really hard. It's, I think it's important for people to be nice to their delivery drivers or, you know, maybe leave like, I don't know, soda or cookies or I don't know, because they are just, they're working in the dark sometimes. They can't see yeah. the, you know, the house stops or the address on the, the house, um, especially if they've never delivered there before, like way out in the country. It's hard, you know, but I know. I will Great say as, as someone who's worked for the post office a few times, the, the best time of year is now for like a delivery, you know, like a, a mailman because they get tips you know, at this time, oh, everybody's yeah. leaving them Christmas bonuses and sending, you know, they, they, they literally come to the post office with baked goods and, Aww, yeah. and all this kind of stuff. So it's pretty nice this time of year for a mailman. Very nice. And it's nice that people do that, you know, it's, it's, and you need that, you know, we need more of that, I feel, especially now. Right. For sure. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. It was so nice speaking with you. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I'm so glad we worked out. <laughs> yes. And we wish you, wish you a lot of success with your second book. And we'll look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you. I appreciate that. And um, yeah, I will get one mailed out to you. It's called A Gray Resort. You can find me um, on wendymcokeauthor.com. Um, it's on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Target.com. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. If you made it this far, you survived another episode of Married to My Writing. Stay tuned for our next interview with Melissa Frey. Until next time. 